Hi, I'm Michael from Korean. I'm developing of ships and scoundrels, and you are listening to the Scene World podcast. It's the Scene World podcast. My name is AJ, and that is Jurg over there, and you can't see him or me because this is an audio podcast once again. Wow. That's a fine intro right there. In right a minute, there, we're talking. Yeah. Yes. In a minute, we're it's talking. It's getting with, old a bit. By, it is. Get, so, yeah. so often. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could try to mix it up, you know. <laughs> so it's. Scene World uh, podcast, this is. Yeah, episode 115. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. No, we will not name it that. <laughs> this is, in a minute, we're talking to uh, Roy part Schilt, Mr. Awesome. This is part two of our interview with Roy Schilt. So the, the numbering is going to be a little bit weird, but it, that's okay. Um, yeah. You'll understand. Um, but yeah, so the, we talked to him a few months ago. Um, and we covered kind of his background, um, and how he got into all this stuff and whatnot. And in this one, we'll look more into the, I guess the, the, the controversy stuff and, and the, the, the current, um, state of Mr. Awesomeness. Right. So that is in a, just a second, uh, before we do that, there is a couple of minutes of news we have to cover. Um, since Jörg has two and I have two, I don't know who we should start. Yeah, I'll let you start. Why not? Okay. The first one I got is pretty old, actually, and I just now saw it, which is um, Perifractic for actual recipes. He's got a YouTube channel. Um, he used a C64, an old dial-up modem, and a, a transceiver of some type to... Um, to communicate with the ISS, the International Space Station, via packet radio. Oh yeah, this was this happened back in January. So this is you know. Wasn't that from Retro Recipe? Yeah, yes, that's what I said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that, it's just a just an interesting thing that that you can. I do saw that. Before. Yeah. 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 I I didn't see it until just recently, and this is going back to January, so we're behind on this one a little bit, I think. Um, but yeah, that's that's just what I wanted to bring up to. I wanted to bring to everyone's attention. We'll put a link to the video for that. I saw the video. Unfortunately, you didn't get an answer from them. Oh, really? Yeah. As far as I remember, he didn't get a reply. Well, I think I guess they were able to at least reach out to them. I, I'm sure between the the amount of people on on Earth that are using packet radio, old stuff like that, they probably get a thousand pings a day that they got to ignore. Probably. Ham, ham radio and stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, one, one, the C64 probably isn't going to get a response. But if we all harass them simultaneously with our C64s, <laughs> we might get a better chance that they'll respond to us. True, true. So, so that's that. That's, uh, that's the first piece I got. Okay. You want to take one? Yeah. Apogee is back. Hey. Yeah, we did an interview with uh, 3D Realms. And um, that was in 2015. When that was one of the very early ones. 
No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a podcast. It was for the uh, Frankfurt Film Museum. Oh, okay. Well, we and did one for was... a podcast too, didn't we? Yes, 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 yes. A long, but, long time ago. Yeah, but but um, but not with Scott Miller. No. And Apogee is Scott Miller. Frederick Schreiber and Mike Nielsen is 3D Realms. Right. Yes. Right. So 3D Realms is already back and in Danish hands, where Scott Miller is also a part of. But Apogee is Scott Miller's root company, I would say, that also invented the shareware concept. And that is what we spoke about for the film museum on a Wednesday evening on a Twitch show. That was unfortunately the one where you haven't been a part of because yeah. you didn't have time that day. It wasn't there. So, yeah. So it's, it's the 3D Realms nice. podcast, by the way, was episode number four. You see? That's how early, far back yeah. we're going, yeah. So it all started with Apache, Apache in 1987. Mm-hmm. And they are back, baby. And he, uh, Scott Miller also writes in... Um, in the announcement that they want to concentrate on um, collector box versions and stuff. So something for the retro collectors like myself. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, and um, along the side is also a video announcement. And um, yeah, and John, St. John, the voice actor of Duke Nukem, piece of cake, um, actually <laughs> made the uh, announcement on YouTube. So everybody's pretty much much hyped, especially, I guess, in the PC retro scene. Yeah. Because yeah, Apogee only released on the PC mainly. Really? Yeah. Most most other things they released were uh, contract work outsourced. Okay. Um, Scott Miller talked a bit about that in that interview, which we will link, of course, in the podcast description, so you can have a travel back six years ago when that happened. (laughs) Right. So yeah, your second part. Yeah, my second thing is is remember. When you get your CC, oh, I just hit the microphone with my head. <clears throat> um, remember when you'd get your C64, you'd get your little buyer's guide with, with you know, um, all the things that were available at the time. Not in Germany. Not, not, not in not, Germany. Not for me, no. I've, I've, not I've, in, I've, not, not 1990 when I got mine. Okay, okay. Well, I, I when I in '87 or '86 or whatever the hell it was, I got mine. Um, they had these little buyer's guides that were just little books that showed you everything that was available at the time for the 64. Uh, there is now a um, online buyer's guide. It is run on um, on on the www.c64os.com website. Oh. And um, which is run by uh, by Greg Na- Nasu. Nachu, I don't know how you spell how you pronounce that last name, N A C U, but um, he's got a project. It's the I mean the page. It looks a lot like that 
old buyer's guide where you're looking at, you know, featured products and it's, you know, gamepad controllers and patches and then there's all the different from, vendors. But from the present. From the present, from right now, the stuff you can get right now. Nice, nice. Which, and being online means it can change as things, you know, change. You know, nice. the ID64, fast loader cartridges, internally mountable drives, uh, direct mount SD2 IECs, uh, IEEE 488 stuff, cables, combination storages, uh, VIC-20 stuff. There's a ton of different things. All, every, every different SD2 IEC drive variation known to mankind, and there are a ton of them. Wow. Um, so there's lots of yeah. those. No. Yeah. And so, yeah. 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 So that's that's really it's. I mean, I'm scrolling through this thing, and I've been scrolling through it for some time now, and I'm not even halfway through. So yeah. it's a really cool thing, a way to find out what is available right now for the machine. The um, hours he must have spent compiling that database and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He must have spent a long time. There's the SIDFX under audio. Um, of course. The SID to SID the board, the stereo in the SID, the mix SID, the SID cart 2, the SID Symphony 2, all these arm SID, all this stuff. There's a ton of things on Stand this. Stand back, I'm armed. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll put a link to that so everyone can check that out and buy some nice, stuff. Nice, nice, nice. So, second news piece for me Pie Picker. <clears throat> Pipecker, the Kickstarter, yes, just um, just went went um, well live today, and um, that was our last podcast guest, and mm -hmm. um, we will release this podcast episode here when there are still three weeks to go. Okay, because we did that other interview early, so the follow up will be very early. Two. <laughs> so, and um, well, the well, uh, Benjamin, the CEO from our last uh, podcast, didn't um, didn't promise too too little. You can get a lifetime premium subscription, including also uh, adapters for the cartridge reader. Um, for NES, Super NES, Master System, and Mega Drive slash Genesis in the USA. So, okay. pretty, pretty awesome. Alrighty, time to stop it. Yes. Today, we are having our special guest, Roy Schild, again. Welcome back, Roy. You are mainly known for, for uh, Missile Command, being a right. high score player. Um, having had high scores and stuff and also yeah. being a part of um king of the kong in a way and now right. you are back to talk about other stuff connected yeah, to well, that I, I was the, I was the driving force behind the king of kong without roy schilt there is no king of kong okay the king of kong started because i bought steve weeby that computer board oh all right oh. i just want to right. mention a little thing about steve weeby and that computer board hmm. The thing is, uh, the King of Kong is a, is, a, is a story about a conflict between Billy Mitchell and Steve Wiebe. 
That's right. what it, that's. But that's just a subset of what the real story is. The real story has nothing to do with with that with that conflict. The real story is. Roy, you you you've seen. You remember? I gave you the. I sent you a copy of the book. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't read it yet. It's yeah. on the you moment read it on yet, the but, way. Uh, it's on the way from. Read it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, in, in that book, you'll see a copy of page 384 from the Guinness Book of World Records, 1985, where I was the first computer athlete inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that page? Yep. Yeah, okay. See, I was the first computer athlete inducted into the Hall of Fame for playing just missile command. And Billy Mitchell thought that was unfair because he had five world records. He had Ms. Pac-Man, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., and Burger Time. He had the five world records. Bill Mitchell thought he was more deserving of me, and I said to Billy, I'm, I'm more, even though I have only one world record, it's a, it's a major record. It's a difficult record. Your five records put together aren't, aren't as good as this one Missile Command record. That was my basic argument to Bill Mitchell, which upset him greatly. Follow what I'm saying? Right, yes. Okay. 20 years later, all his records are gone, and I still have the Missile Command record. All right. So, and that, and, but actually, the last record that he lost was the Donkey Kong to Steve Wiebe. Uh, Steve Wiebe, you know, he, had, they, he, did, he did it on a double Donkey Kong board. They, it was, was 942,000, was up on the Twin Galaxies website. And then, and then shortly thereafter... I gave I, I, some info. I spoke to Walter Day, and I said, "Well, there you go. I told you Bill Mitchell was wrong. He thought he was more deserving to be in the Hall of Fame than I was. And I can now you can see he's wrong because my missile command record is still good, and he doesn't have any. And when Bill Mitchell found out about that, he went crazy. That's when he went nuts. He couldn't take it. Roy Schull has a missile command score, and I don't have any records at all. And he just went crazy. He couldn't take it." He took down Steve Wiebe's, found an excuse to take down Steve Wiebe's Donkey Kong score, and he also found an excuse to take down Tim, Zim, Tim Zerby's Donkey Kong score to make him so he would have at least one world record left. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay? Because he, he, he's nuts. He had to have a record in something. So I found out about what he did, and I knew it was, it was BS, so I called Steve Wiebe, and I got a, got a hold of his email, finally spoke to him on the phone and I told him what Bill Mitchell had done. He's taken down your score because he's a jackass and he just can't stand not having a world record when my missile command score was still standing. And I told him blah 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 and Steve Weeby he just he didn't really even care at all. Okay? He said, Oh, he's laughing at me. He thought I was crazy or something. So I told Steve, you know, you can't let Billy get away with this. I tell you, I said, Steve, I'll tell you what I'll buy you a Donkey Kong board, but you have to promise to reset the world record to put this idiot in his place. He didn't care. If I didn't offer to buy, it had nothing to do with he couldn't afford to buy a board. It had nothing to do with it. He just couldn't care less. And I had to, I had to cajole him into, into going for that record by buying him a board. If I didn't offer to buy him a board, there'd be nothing right now. There'd be no Donkey Kong. There'd be nothing. It's all me. I was the driving force behind the whole thing because Steve Wiebe basically didn't have the balls to do it on his own. I had I had to force him to do it. And Either that, or he didn't really care, perhaps. 
He didn't care. He didn't care. I mean, he laughed. I mean, maybe it wasn't as important to him, but it became more important later on as he as as when I bought him the board. Now I bought the right. board from a nice. from a guy. I bought it on my credit card to a guy in Utah. All right, I, the guy I never knew. Got it, found it online, and the board was sent from from Utah directly to Steve Weeby. All right, that wasn't sent to me. My, I I I'm the guy who purchased the board, so the billing address belongs to me. But the shipping address was to Steve Weeby. That's the reason why my name was on the box when it got to Steve Weeby's house. Follow what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You paid and it was delivered directly to him, yeah. There you go. And the guys in Utah, a guy I never knew. Now, they, they, that, they <laughs> during the course of, of Billy Mitchell trying to hold on to his Donkey Kong score, he wanted to be the champion. I mean, Bill, Steve Weeby, over the course of a year or so, had, had submitted score after score after score, and they never verified it. There was always some excuse with it. They changed the rules just to make sure. I mean, Bill Mitchell didn't want him to get, get, get the record back. And I kept calling Steve, and I kept, you know, pushing him and, get, and, and getting him to, to get after that record. Now, here's, here's, here's a statement I made. There's always a way to cheat at video games. There's always a way to cheat at video games. Now, here's what I'm talking about. Steve Weeby, you, you tell me if you think this is cheating. All right, this is his, Steve Weeby submits the first one million point score on Donkey Kong to Twin Galaxies. Twin Galaxies holds up the verification of his score, gives the tape to Billy Mitchell to study it so he can figure out how to get more points. Bill Mitchell gets a legitimate score on Donkey Kong. It's a legitimate score. By using Steve Weeby's tape as a guide to help him play better, he tapes, he tapes his score. He puts on a date that's earlier than when he's really playing it. And he pretends like he, he forgot to submit it. So he submits his score, and his score gets verified. Even though the score was done after his, it gets verified as if it was turned in earlier because oh, of the date okay. on his score. He said, he, oh, I had it in, 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 my, in my closet, but I didn't send it in yet. So he, he pretends like he, he had it from before when he had just played it, and he changed the date on the tape, and he sends it into Twin Galaxies, and he gets credit for being the first guy to get a million points on Donkey Kong. All right? Is that cheating or is that not cheating? You tell me. Assuming that's correct, because can't, we can't prove this, but let's assume what I say is correct. Is that cheating or is it not cheating? Good question. Well, what do you think, AJ? Yeah, it could be seen as cheating. I think it's cheating. The guy cheats him out of his score. He's the first guy. As a matter of fact, when the when the Guinness Book of World Records had taken down his score, Steve Weeby said, uh, justice has been done. Now I get credit for being the first guy to get a million points on Donkey Kong. But now, however, now that twin, that Guinness World Records has reinstated uh, Bill Mitchell's scores, that's not true anymore. Now he, Now he gets credit for being the first guy to get a million points on Donkey Kong. I mean, not even dating back. I also find it find it questionable that he was gotten um, the tape uh, to train well, to just practice. Like it says in the King of Kong, Steve yeah. Weeby's friend saying that Bill Mitchell has an opportunity to study Steve Weeby's tapes and study his technique. That's not fair for it's not really yeah. fair for Bill Mitchell to study his technique and turn in a score that's predated to get credit for being the first guy to get a million points on Donkey Kong. You follow? 
So that that's what I'm referring to when I say there's always a way to cheat at, at video games, and Bill Mitchell's living proof of it. I mean, not to say I'm, I mean I, I Guinness World Records should, should. I mean, you have to prove that it's not good enough to assume it. I'm just assuming it. I mean, Steve Weeby's assuming it. it's clear. You know, it, it's clearly obvious to him. But you know, Steve Weeby had his score in first. Why should Bill Mitchell's get 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 verified first? It doesn't make any sense. But, you know, that's the way it is. I mean, he did, Bill Mitchell did, in fact, do that score, so he de- deserves credit for it. I'm, you know, you have to be objective about these things. You know, the thing is, with all other type of records, Guinness Book of World Records is very, very picky about what to accept as right. a valid uh, record. But when it comes to video games, it's like, oh, it's Swing Galaxies. That's probably proper. We don't well, have to worry about it anymore. Galaxy- they yeah. trust Twin Galaxies to do a proper and fair due diligence to verify right. scores. Yeah, but right. now it's clearly not the case. They've been sending them, especially with this expert player index on Missile Command, it's like psychotic off the wall. I mean, mm. they took it, took it one step too far. You know, that's clearly BS. There's no doubt about it. So that's <clears throat> that's one of the reasons why... Twin Galaxies is no longer supported by Guinness World Records. They booted them out of there. Now, I just want to say, because everybody's listening, I don't represent the Guinness Book of World Records. I haven't had any discussions with the Guinness Book of World Records. I'm not speaking for the Guinness Book of World Records. I'm just making intelligence, intelligent speculation based on the information that I have. So, I mean, I, and that, that's the way it is. So how do you think Twin Galaxies found out that something fishy is going on down at... Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, I mean, how did the Guinness Book of World Record find out that something is going fishing, well, fishy at, at, at Twin Galaxies? Well, I'm sure I'm not the only one that complains about them. This, this, mm. this, player, this, this expert player index on Missile Command is clearly, is clearly so wrong it's not even close. I mean, there's a, pit, there's a, there's a passage inside the uh, Twin Galaxies record book that says, Playing Marathon Missile Command is, is so easy. It, people play it and they just quit because they're getting tired of playing, which is more or less the case of it. It's extremely easy to play Marathon Missile Command on 10,000-point bonus. So, you know, and making Victor Sandberg the number one, the, the highest expert player just because Tony Temple and, and, and Jeff Blair haven't played any Missile Command is, is, is ridiculous. You know, mm. there's no mm. comparison. I mean, <laughs> it's like, you know, so that's, I mean, I'm sure there's other things. Like, for instance, this information about Todd Rogers, those scores taking down Billy Mitchell's Pac-Man score and Todd Rogers' dragster score is, is, is unacceptable. Because now part of the reason why Twin Galaxies took, Why, why Guinness World Records printed that they took down the dragster score was based on information that they got from Twin Galaxies. Twin Galaxies, from my, from my knowledge, told them that, that everybody, that they, they found some experts to say that that score was impossible. But now we know that David Crane, the guy who created the game, who's a coder and an engineer and also the co-founder of Activision, so this guy's a heavyweight, he's no chump. You follow what I'm saying? He says yeah. that score is possible. If he if he says it's possible, has a de- has a degree in engineering, then then th- yeah, this score is possible. All right. So yeah, I think I think they never should have took his score down. They never should have took the Pac-Man down. And frankly, they've taken down uh, Victor Ali's marathon score ba- because he said that we played. You know, he just gave 
you know, that was just a statement he said. When he said we played, he was meaning the people that were helping him, the people that were watching him, you know, the people that were uh, keeping track of what was going on. The, the, probably somebody else was on, was on the camera besides him. He was just playing. Mm. Mm. And just because he said we played, Twin Galaxies took his score down because he said, well, if we played, he, he, other people were playing besides him. I mean, that, that's, how, that's just so wrong on so many levels. You know, because he also said that he was that if anybody else wants to get this record, they're going to have to stay up for, stay up and not go to sleep for a few for a couple of days. And well, why, why? Well, if he said that, then obviously he's saying that he's the guy who played the whole way through. Just because mm-hmm. he said we played, that's no excuse to take down his his marathon score. That that's how that's how sick that Robert Merzak did it and Billy Mitchell. They took down. Victor Ali's marathon score just to find the just to cover themselves for taking down my marathon score in a, in a I, heinous and dishonest manner. This 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 is what this is what I'm talking about when there's always a way to cheat at video games, you know. And and I've said that I said that on tape, and now they're going to try to use it against me. And I just want everybody to know, don't listen to anything that Robert Murzak and Billy Mitchell and this Donkey Kong Part Two. Until you listen to me, they're gonna—they're waiting to attack me and take down my scores after I—after I die. They thought I was—I was dying of cancer or AIDS or some crap like that, which is not true. And it's—you know—and they're—and they're waiting for it. It's just like if you look on the Twin Galaxies, they were getting ready to take down um, Victor Sandberg's. He has an 800,000 point on point score on miss on Missile Command on the website. Did you see it? I mean, on the on the uh, tournament tournament missile command, he has an eight thousand point score. I mean, I mean eight hundred thousand point score. Did you see it on the website? It's a, he's like in fifth place on the uh, tournament missile command arcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, now you see if you take a look that there was a dispute on his score, and then they have the, the, the dispute is is not it, it's not finished. It's not in is it's. it's it's not complete yet. They have like a little thing. They haven't completed it. They were hoping to complete it because they thought I'd be dead by now, and they're going to take his score down with my score to cover themselves for taking my score down and using some heinous and dishonest method. So mm. I just want everybody to know, don't believe anything that Twin Galaxy says or Robert or Billy. Billy's full of crap. This Donkey Kong 2 movie is only going to come out if it's favorable to, to Billy Mitchell, and about a third of it's going to be smearing me every, every chance they get. So I want everybody to know, don't believe a word that these clowns say until you speak to me first. Uh, I'm, uh, there's I've got one a funny thing... feeling I'm going to outlive Robert Murzak and Billy Mitchell. I mean, hey, I mean, as long as I know you are 65, the chance to die at 65 suddenly is pretty low. Anyway, there is one thing we should perhaps point out. We discussed that um, that that Dragster and um, and David Crane topic in the first part already a few months back, and um, what what people probably don't know, I was the one who brought David Crane into the picture because shortly before the independent outsourced block team of Twin Galaxies, so not part of Chase Hall's inner team, um, prepared a special article for the new section of their blog regarding Dragster and um, Todd Rogers. 
that head of editorial staff asked on his private Facebook page, does anybody know anybody that has um, been part of Activision when it was found and can help us with something? And I said, yeah, I know David Crane. And at this point, I didn't know what it was, <clears throat> what it was about. So I, without knowing it myself, I had a hand in, in this article being published, where as you quoted, David Crane says, yeah, I think this tra Trackster record of Todd Rogers is possible. Um, now, now I remember AJ said that you, that you will try to speak to David Crane yourself. Did you call him? Did you find I, I wasn't able to get a hold of him. Ah. All right. So I don't know what he's going to say. I, I'm just going by what you told me. You know, I mean, AJ said that David Crane said the score was possible. So that makes that that's a whole horse of a different color. I mean, yeah, they, they I mean, have, I mean, they're planning, they're planning, they're waiting to take, they're going to take down my score, and then they're going to reinstitute Billy. Did they, they put Billy Mitchell's score back? They haven't put his scores back up on the Donkey Kong forum yet. Mm. So I, I was, they're just waiting for me. They're just going to, they're not going to put Todd Rogers' score back or Billy Mitchell's. Billy Mitchell's uh, Donkey Kong scores back until after they take my missile command. They're waiting for the right time to stab me in the back where I, and, and get away with it. That that where I can't defend myself. That's what they're trying to do. So I I, I think AJ, you found something weird about the missile command scores about um, wrong typed names from. Uh, yeah, there from was a. Um, yes, there was a. Um... There was a in the in the Twin Galaxies like forums or so, they yeah. um, mentioned that. Um, I guess early on they had stripped the the they had stripped your titles or your scores for a bit, but the scores actually right. remained in the books, just under different names. Oh and, well, and, I don't know the, what that's about. Yeah, and then the third edition. It came out with the with your names back on it, but they were all. But every time your name was there, it was intentionally misspelled. Oh, okay. Would it have a C in it or something? I mean, it was the, every every score had a differently spelled name. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of irrelevant, I guess. I mean, somebody's doing the computer work and did not spelling the name right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, that's not that relevant, but uh, we will anyway, anyway just, link to the sources so people can check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's well, a just, weird story. I mean, I'm just, I just wanted to, I'm just throwing some things out there about things that have been going on with the, uh, with the, uh, with, with the score because, mm -hmm. like for instance, when they threw me out of, uh, I want to mention another thing. There was this rumor that I was thrown at in 2010 at the, uh, at the. Uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony in Ottumwa, Iowa in 2010. They threw they Billy Mitchell had me removed from from the order from from the from the, the menu. I was forced to leave the building because Billy Mitchell told, said I because I was yelling at Billy Mitchell. I wasn't yelling at Billy Mitchell. I tried to question his scores and he wouldn't respond. As a matter of fact, the guy the producer of the King of Kong had the cameraman there. The cameramen were filming me. They wanted me to go over and talk to Billy about his scores. I was standing there. The guys who filmed the King of Kong, the guys who filmed the documentary were there. And I was standing right next to them. They wanted me to go over to talk to Billy and film it. And they had a, a, 
a microphone on one of those big long fishing poles. Yeah, right. Boom. What do you call boom, this thing? Boom, boom mic. A boom, a boom. And there was a microphone on it. It was like three feet over my head, and they had the the boom over me, and I was walking over to talk to Billy, and they were filming me with cameras, the same guys that made the King of Kong documentary. And I'm going over there. I raised my voice a little bit because I want to make sure the boom got the, got, could hear me. You know, they told me to speak up because the boom was up there. And so I'm telling, hey, Bill, you know, I have a real problem with these scores, blah, blah. And Billy just, Ooh, you know, <laughs> it's all, they have it all on, they all have it all on, on camera. They have it all on film. The whole thing that, that this supposed yelling at Billy Mitchell. See, Billy Mitchell, you know, Billy Mitchell, you, you see from his mentality, he always, I mean, it's his, in his mind, you got, it's, it, you know, he's got this kill or be killed, that mentality. If you don't cheat, somebody's going to cheat you first. If you don't, so he's got it always on his mind that he's trying to take advantage because he figures someone's going to take advantage of him. Now, mm -hmm. we'll fast forward to uh, <clears throat> Kong off in 2013 about four years later mm -hmm. I'm at the Kong off and I'm suspecting they all play on different machines nobody plays on the same machine everybody has their own Donkey Kong machine and that's that's basically a violation of, of, of Guinness World Records philosophy because it says right in the Guinness Book of World Records each machine is a little bit different I mean mm -hmm. not not a big difference I mean it's like running the 200 meters the world record has never been set in lane one the world record holder, whoever has the fastest time, gets his choice of lanes. And if you get a choice of lanes, you have a very, very, very slight advantage. That's, you know, but in a, in a close contest, that can make a difference. All right? So Billy Mitchell's playing on his own machine, and, and, and he's not even being filmed. So I, they I wonder how those... They wouldn't... Wait, let me finish. Let me go okay. through this whole story. They wouldn't even let me... 2013 at the Kong-Off was like in November... 2013. They, Richie Knuckles said, don't even go near him. You can't go near Billy. Don't talk to Billy. Don't go near his machine. If, if you Ooh. do, we're going to have to throw you out of here. Something like that. So I said, okay, okay. I don't, I don't know. Let him, leave him alone. And then I'm at the other, they're doing an interview on me, and I'm telling them, you got to keep an eye on Billy. There's always a way to cheat at Billy game, video games. You have to check his machine. That, you should be checking his machine. Because if he would have been declared the winner of that contest, I would have came in threw my hands in the air, screaming at the top of my lungs, check to see if Billy Mitchell cheated, check his machine. Because he sent guys to Steve Weeby's house to check his machine, so you've got to right. figure what, it, what it's up to. He's just playing on the own mach his, his own machine. Nobody's, he's not even being filmed. That's a violation of Guinness Book of World Record rules. How do you know he's even playing the game? For all we know, he could be... It, Billy Mitchell has turned in a lot of scores on Donkey Kong, like that mortgage brokers convention where he supposedly got a million points. And more. He, he didn't get it. He, he, got a, he got a legitimate score of a million points, but he sure as heck didn't get it at the mortgage brokers convention. He just passed it off as getting there. So you figure if he's playing on his own machine and, no, and, and he's not being filmed and being watched, how do you know he's even playing the game? It could, it could be a video of a game go, being played and he's not even playing it. How do you know? You've got you to gotta film the, the score. Guinness Book of World Records says film the score being played. That's part of their rules. They're not even filming him. He could be just like sitting there moving the Donkey Kong stick, and there's a game going by, and he's not even playing it. And, and he could go, oh, got this score. And, get a, and, and how would you know if he was even playing it? That's mm -hmm. number one. 
check the machine to see if he's got a videotape in there and he's not even playing it. Another reason to check his machine is to see if he's using either a four-way joystick or an eight-way joystick. If he's using an eight-way joystick, he shouldn't be using it because there's, a, there's an advantage to using an eight-way joystick. So there's two good reasons to check his machine that do not apply to Missile Command. In my Missile Command score, I did a very meticulous job of filming. You could see everything. You could see my hand movements on the trackball. You could see everything, basically everything on the screen. There's no question that I'm playing this game. Now they're going to try to say I cheated because there was something stuck to the back of my computer board. And it's complete nonsense. Mm -hmm. So I just want to get that out there. That they're trying to stab me in the back. They're going to do it with this King of Kong 2, Billy Mitchell and Robert Merzak. They're working with Steve Wiebe and Ed Cunningham to make this. And, and whatever it is, Bill Mitch, it's not going to come out without Bill Mitchell's approval. So I'm just going to try to defend myself before I die of natural causes because they're planning to come out with this movie after I've passed away. So I just want everyone to know that that. That Richie Knuckles, he approved my score. He had two other people looking at it. And I told him, even before he verified it, because of what, what Dwayne Richards said about Steve Wiebe's Donkey Kong score that was held up for six months, he said he could prove that the, the Mario guy was shrunk down to a smaller size so he could go through the maze. That he's saying that he could prove that the, that the ROMs were altered on the board. And if you feel, film the board, you wouldn't be able to tell if the ROMs were, were altered either way. So I told him, you have to meticulously look at my score to make sure it's legitimate. And he had two other people look at it, and he said the score is good. That's what he said. I mean, God only knows what he's going to say now, you know, because he's a friend of Billy's. He approved, would they, he approved that score, but Twin Galaxies never put it up on the scoreboard. They put the $1.8 million that I got, but they didn't put up the points at 100 round scores, the one, the one that, I, that, I, that, I, that, that I cherish the most, the one that makes me the Missile Command champion. I wonder, are you planning to play Missile Command again to validate your score? Well, I might have to. I don't know. If, if Guinness w wants me to play again, I guess I will. I've been trying. I've offered to go to England and play on. I wanted Tony Temple to bring his Missile Command machine to the Guinness Book of World Records, and I play it over there. And he has. They haven't gotten back to me on it. Also, you're so, actually I don't trying. Think I don't okay. think it's really necessary for me to replay it, but if they, if Guinness wants me to, to to replay at least some of the score, I will. I'll try to get it. I don't know if they want me to. I don't think it's really necessary, but I will if they if if Guinness says so. Hmm. What did anybody talk to you about it? No, I'm just I, I'm just wondering. You know, I mean, if 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 they don't if they don't approve your old score, try to get a new one. Well, they've already approved my score. It was printed in the Guinness Book of World Records 2014. Right. That's, that's, a re that's, a re that's the reason why, why Jordan Adler was relieved of duty of, of custodian of Twin Galaxies, because they didn't, when they, when they approved my points at 100 round scores, the 1 million, 147, 395 at 100 rounds, they didn't suspect it was going to get into the Guinness Book of World Records, and, they, and Billy Mitchell crapped his pants when they saw it in there. <laughs> They didn't. Re I submitted it on my own, and I used. And part of the, my verification was the uh, certificate that Richie, Knuck from, Richie Knuckles issued me that I paid for. I mean, I paid him to verify those scores. You follow mm. what I'm saying? Yeah, so sure. When, when they, they 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 didn't think those that score would ever get would ever be officially recognized. But then, but but you know, 
Billy Mitchell crapped his pants when he got into the Guinness Book of World Records. That really annoyed him. I mean, now it was fun to have other everything They're doing everything humanly possible to try to invalidate my score. You know, they're going after this. this like, you, you, you spoke to, to Jeff Blair, right? H.A. did. Yeah, yes. I did. I did, yeah. Okay, what did Jeff Blair, does he have any points at 100 round scores available? What, what did he say? Yeah, he had a... He, he said he had a couple of them filmed, or a bunch of uh, a bunch of things filmed with, uh, with high scores, but he didn't want to get involved in any of it. Did he say? Did he specifically say anything about a points at a hundred round score? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I don't remember what that score was. But, oh, I thought you but, said you were going to get your notes and look at it. Yeah, I did, and I hadn't I hadn't written that down apparently. Okay, so he said he had a score, and he and he, and he submitted it to. Uh, no, he, he didn't. He, he didn't to... submit it to anybody. He 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 got fed up with it and 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 walked away. Oh, what about the points at a hundred round score? Did he say anything about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. He he said he had a lot of scores uh, taped. Um, right. He just well, didn't he say he had a one million two hundred and thirty something point score at a yeah, hundred round? It was something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, Bill, he told me he had a score like that. I mean, I remember years ago he was telling me about it, and he's and he's tape recording me. He's tape recording me listening, listening to him tell me about the score. And I said, "Congratulations, blah blah blah." I didn't even ask for a copy of it because I, I, I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I didn't say his score was illegitimate. I mean, I, I, at some point I said, "I believe you." I said it again. I spoke to him recently, and he was pissed off. I said, "Look, Jeff, I believe you, but you know, I, you know, and 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 I didn't have much time to say anything else." But, but what I should have said, and I should, uh, a comma, I believe you, comma, until you actually submit a score that I can look at, I'm not going to accept it as fact. You follow what I'm saying? I just said I believe you because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. He tape records me saying that I believe him, right? He calls Robert Merzak and he, hey, Robert, guess what? I just tape recorded Roy Schultz saying that he believes me. Oh, really? Robert Merzak says, oh, that's good. We can use that against him. Robert Merzak, in turn, calls Richie Knuckles and says, hey, guess what? Jeff Blair tape recorded Roy Schultz saying he believes him. Why don't you try to get Roy Schultz to say that he believes you, that, 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 that Jeff, Jeff Blair sent you a score a few years ago and that you lost it? Now, you spoke to Richie Knuckles, is that correct? AJ? Yeah, oh, you're actually talked to him. No, you said you talked to him. You talked you talk to him we, we talked. We, we talked to him together, yeah. It's exactly, yeah, we both, we both spoke and to did, him. Did he, did, not, did he say that he had a score from Jeff Blair, but he lost it and he doesn't have it anymore? He said, he said that he got a CD that was not meant for submission. Just for, I don't know, for reference or whatever. Yeah. And then he, then he said he got rid of it because it was not for a submission. Yeah, when he oh, sold I his see. shares, when he got rid of his share to Twinned Galaxies, uh, he handed over everything he had, but that wasn't meant right, for okay. submission, so he so tossed he's it. Doing, so he's doing a better job of covering the lies and deception that Robert Merzak told him to engage in. Well, this is interesting, okay? Robert Merzak told him to say that i don't think there's a possible i'm not saying because i can't prove anything i'm just this is just based on intelligent speculation that he's just saying that jeff blair sent him a score because 
That way they can cover it because they want to make Jeff Blair the Missile Command champion because they can't stand seeing me as the Missile Command champion. I I hold doubt that 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 Jeff Blair ever sent anything to Richie Knuckles. All right, and I just want everybody to know. You can form whatever. Where is this points at 100-round score? I called Jeff Blair. He said he didn't have any scores for me to look at. Jeff Blair was supposed to send me a score if he had one. He sent, when he got the 1.8 million score that appears in the Guinness Book of World Records 2011, you know, he's got a score in the Guinness Book of World Records. You are aware of that. Did right. I, I'm, okay. That score, he sent me a copy of it. He sent me a copy of that score. If he had a score at 100 rounds, he was supposed to send me a copy. I've never seen one. So until somebody actually sees a score, you have to, you have to hold it in doubt whether or not Jeff, Jeff Blair ever really played one. I mean, well, that's Jeff only Blair fair. doesn't seem interested in uh, going for the record. He's just, you know, he, he, he doesn't feel like getting involved or sending yeah, well, anything. I'm just, I just want everybody to know that Robert Murzak working with Twin Galaxies because him and Billy Mitchell are the real owners – they're trying to they're, just, they're trying to disrupt my entire chain of my, my verification of my score so they can stab me in the back and take my scores down. Yeah. So what you say is basically that Chase Hall is just a puppet. He's absolutely just a puppet. And that whole thing about this court case with Bill Mitchell, that's just that's just smoking mirrors. That's just legal theater to to bolster the the, the credi his credibility and the credibility of Twin Galaxies. If his, if his scores aren't, his scores should be back up. They're planning to reinstate his scores after they take my scores down after I've passed away. <laughs> after I'm dead, they take my scores down and then put his scores back up. I mean, that's the plan that they have now. God only knows what lies and deception they may change to. It's just like Billy Mitchell. He says he's never seen the King of Kong. I mean, only... In, only a, a fool would even believe he's telling the truth. He might be telling the truth. We don't know. Did you see him watching it? I didn't see him. But the fact of the matter is, I, don't, I think he's seen it. And he, he says he hasn't seen it, based on intelligence speculation, because he can't figure out what lies and deception he'll finally have to do when he finishes this Donkey Kong Part 2, where he's wearing that white uniform and he's pretending to be something that he's not. Billy, I hope you hear, listen to this podcast, because I'm calling you a bitch. You're a lying bitch. Have a nice day. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, if I was in a movie, I definitely would want to watch it, especially if I'm one of the two main actors in it that tells a story. So right. uh, from this point of view, I always, I always would think like, yeah, he probably saw it, but he doesn't want to admit it for some reason. But as you said, it's well, because all he doesn't speculation. Know what lies we don't and deception know. he's going to need when he comes out with Donkey Kong Part 2. I want everybody to listen to this. When they finally release that film, which, which includes Richie Knuckles, who's getting a big piece of the profits, and, all, and, and whoever else is in line, and they've even corrupted a guy named Gene Lewin. He's the owner of Vintage Arcade Superstore. I, I had... I sent I sent my missile. Let, let me let me go over my my history with, here. Let me just go over another thing that people have to listen to. Okay, I submitted my 1.8 million point missile command score in April of 2009. I finally okay. got a nice one on tape, and I submitted it. They never approved it. They never they never even got back to me. I called Walter and I said, Hey, Walter, where's where, what's going on with my score? He never called me back. I left him a message. Now. It never got approved. 
Two months later, they changed the rules. Something about wire, you have to film wires coming out of the back of the machine. They never approved that score for four years. Now, I, 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 I've been playing Donkey. I mean, I've been playing <laughs> Missile Command all, over the summer, and I, I, that was it. I mean, I was done. I mean, they, they didn't approve it. They didn't get back to me. I thought I was done. This was the end of the road. And it's the summertime, and my wife's getting pissed off at me because she wants the missile command machine to go. It's because we don't have a lot. I live in a in a bachelor's apartment, and the machine's going to break down sooner or later anyway. So in on and I and she kept pressuring me to get rid of it. I said, okay, I'm going to get rid of it. I'll get rid of it on Labor Day because Labor Day Labor Labor Day is when the school year starts. So I said, okay, I'm I'm just dealing with Twin Galaxies. I, I, if if I don't hear anything, I'll just get. I'm I'm going to send it back. I'll get rid of it on Labor Day. On Labor Day, I sent it back to, to Vintage Arcade Superstore. The guy came and picked it up. Some guy named George, he picked it up. And this is like 10 years ago, right? And and that that was they were going to sell it on eBay. You know, I was working with it. We wanted to try to sell it on eBay, blah, blah, blah. And and what happened was it, it never got sold. It was over there. Now, Jeff Blair calls me sometime over Christmas time. He sent somebody sends me an email with his cell phone number in it, and I'm calling and I called Jeff Blair at Christmas time and I say, Jeff, how you doing? Blah blah blah. And he's telling me about this, that, and we're talking about missile command. And I wanted him to break the missile command record. He said he he's getting these scores near two million points on missile command. I said, Great, you you should submit it. And and he's playing on the slow cursor like I play, and he keeps complaining, Well, what's going on? Tony Temple plays on the fast cursor. I play on the slow cursor. And I'm saying, well, you know, they're saying that one of the reasons, I heard a rumor, one of the reasons why then they didn't approve my score in April was because they said it was impossible to get that score on, on that setting. He said that he, he must have cheated. He must have used the fast. They say that back in 1985, I played on the fast cursor and... I didn't play on the slow cursor, and I said, well, you know, I replayed the score, and now they're saying I must have cheated somehow because I must have played on the fast cursor. I said, well, what am I going to do? I've replayed the score. What do you want me to do? So I told Jeff, don't let him, don't let him. I wanted to, Jeff to, 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 to submit a score because they, I already submitted a score, but they wouldn't approve it. Why don't you submit? They'll, sub, they'll approve yours. So I wanted him to submit a score to prove that that score was possible. And finally, I went to see him in, in May of 2009, 2010. I went over there because I, I, I go to New York on occasion because I'm from New York, and I was planning to go to New York that springtime. So I went over there to, to, to play some Missile Command with him. I went over there to help him with his point pressing because I, I explained to him, I said, Jeff, if you get, I want you to... I wanted him to break my score so bad, I would have done anything to get him to do it. I would have got on my hands and knees and begged him to do it. I want him to play that score to, mm -hmm. to prove once and for all that that score is possible. So that, that's the reason I went out there. There was, there was never he, They're trying to make it look like there was some kind of official matchup between me and him. They're saying that I'm, that I'm lying, that I never sent my machine in on, on Labor Day. Uh, and this is just a, a ruse because I didn't do so well. I only got like 600,000 points when I was at Jeff Blair's place, and they're saying that I'm lying. They're trying to say that I cheated. And Gene Lewin, he's going along with it because I spoke to him. He remembers the machine coming in sometime during Christmas because the machine was at his place. He sent it to the San Diego Comic-Con 
in 2010 without my permission. And when and when I found out about it, I wanted part of the profits on the machine. And we I had see. a big argument. Mm-hmm. I had a look. You sent my missile command machine to San Diego without my permission. You should give me some of the money. And then, and then he said, "Well, what about all the months of storage that your machine has been here?" Uh, and he remembered that it came in. He couldn't remember Labor Day, but he remembered it came in sometime of during Christmas, which he which he conveniently forgot. Now he can't remember a damn thing. Oh, I don't know when that machine came in. Blah 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 blah. I I don't want to say anything else. They're trying to make it look like that I lied about sending my machine in on, la- on Labor Day. They're trying to make it look like that I went to Jeff Blair's house and I was fully loaded, prepared to, for a showdown match. That's not the case. I went in there to help Jeff Blair. I gave him copies of my scores to use as a guide to help him increase his playing ability. I wanted him, when he beat my record, I was twice as happy as he was because now they couldn't go around jerking the world off, making Tony Temple the missile command uh, champion because the, 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 that title belongs to Jeff Blair. And, until they, you know, when they when they first recognized that score of his, he was the he should have been the official missile command champion, not Tony Temple, in my opinion. Because when he set, submitted that score, he had a point total of a million forty thousand at a hundred rounds. That should have been the that should have been the official missile command score at that time. Do you follow what I'm saying? Because it's all about yeah. points. That are, all right. So th- that that's the story there. And the reason why Jeff Blair knows my scores are genuine, because when I was there, I mean, I only got 600,000 points. But when we, when we were down to one city left, I was able to get more points per round than he did. And that, that's a significant factor. So I don't know what Jeff Blair is going to say now. There never was like an official matchup between him and me. I mean, I, I never said there was. I never said there wasn't. I just went in there. We had we played. There was a kind of a it was a friendly scrimmage. But he's saying there was an official matchup, and that's just not the. If that's the, if he's saying that, that's not true. But then again, you know, it, they're just trying. They're trying looking for every possible twisted freaking reason to make it look like I cheated somehow. And I want everybody to know: don't listen to a freaking word that Gene Lewin says that Jeff Blair says, or Richie Knuckles says, don't take anything they say at face value until you talk to me first. And we'll see who lives the longest. <laughs> I mean, that, that's how crazy these people are. I mean, you know, I mean, what can I tell you? What can I tell you? you know? Well, the, uh, this arcade high score thing is not an easy topic at all. Well, it's, it, see, see, Billy Mitchell is like Donald Trump. He thinks he can do whatever he wants when he, when he feels like it. You know, Donald Trump, Harvey Weinstein, Billy Mitchell, Adolf Hitler, they, they're all the same. You know, they all think they can just make the rules up whenever they feel like it and get away with it. You know, the problem mm-hmm. with Adolf Hitler, they should have whacked his ass before the war started instead of trying to blow him up later. <laughs> Well, you're always more... You um, That's what happens yeah. when a scumbag gets in charge. You never know what's going to go wrong. You know? You always know better when it's too late. Right. Yep, there you go. Well, you know, <clears throat> I, you can tell I'm highly emotional about this, so, you know. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I mean... Um... I, I have no idea how it is to be a professional or I don't want to say anything players. about it. I just want everybody to know that Gene Lewin was tape recording me without my permission, 
and I'm really worried about it because they're going to use it in a despicable. I mean, they actually got Gene Lewin to tape record me. I know I could tell. I could tell there was something wrong. There was something funny about him. Don't believe anything that Gene Lewin says, Richie Knuckles says, or Jeff Blair says until you talk to me first. We'll we'll see what this final product's gonna gonna be like. Because I, so, I have more inf- I have more information that I'm ho- I'm holding some I'm holding some cards I'm not showing. Hey Robert, I'm holding some Robert Merzak. I'm holding some cards I'm not showing. Better be careful, you lying, cheating bastard. Be careful with this fraud and deception that you use in the future. So why don't you take it and shove it up Billy's ass, you bitch? <laughs> I want make sure Robert Merzak hears that. Right? Hey Robert, screw you. <laughs> I hope I I hope that that he does because I want I you, you know one of the the um. The threads that has gone through this is, you know, is is has Robert Mertzak called us or gotten anyone gotten in touch with us, and nobody has so far. And I really, really want to get a phone call or or something from or an email or something from Robert Mertzak because because the more we dig into this, the more like oh, you, spoke to Ro- you, you spoke to Richie Knuckles, right? Yeah. Yeah, you told him he was going to listen. You told me he was going to. He told you he was going to listen to the podcast, right? I I sent him the the, URL to the podcast. I sent it to you. AJ, didn't didn't Richie Knuckles say he was going to? Okay, well that's a guarantee. Robert Merzak has listened to the podcast. He's absolutely one hundred percent certain. Listen to the podcast. Right. Well, if he wants to contact us, podcast at scenevolt.org. I, I would, I would, I would love it. Out. Yeah, he, yeah. He, need, he needs, he needs some time to figure out what lies and dece- deception he needs, he needs to use to take down my missile command score. Because yeah. I got news for you. I mean, when uh, when I did my missile command score, the first, just there's another thing I have to say. The first thing I did was open up my machine because the flashlight was supposed to be inside my cabinet. That's mm-hmm. the reason why I opened up the machine right after my gameplay started. I mean. Film, I didn't have to film that board. All I had to do was have someone verify that it was the same board that was in there. Now they're trying to say, I already know what Robert, Ma- Robert Merzak, they're trying to say I had something plastered. There was, some t- there was something behind the board that was altering my gameplay or something like, something like that. that. They've changed the rules again. Now you've got to take the board out and film the back of the board because they're going to use that to try to invalidate my missile command scores. But the fact of the matter is, I already told Richie Knuckles to review that film carefully as if the ROMs had been altered anyway. So it doesn't, I mean, from that perspective, it really doesn't matter that much. Yeah. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, we just, you know, we'll we'll see what lies and deception they come up with next. Yeah, Robert Mertzak. We'll just have to wait and see. It's it's podcast at sceneworld.org or a contact at sceneworld.org by all means. Message us, contact us, because the more we dig into this, the more, the more like valid all this seems the more the more shady things seem to get and it's and i would love to dig into this further i mean i can't i can't i mean i like i said once again i don't speak for the guinness book of world records world records i don't represent the guinness book of world records i'm this is based on intelligence speculation alone so i mean obviously twin galaxies got booted out of guinness world records so you might want to contact them. I don't think they're going to say anything. I don't. If I was Guinness World Records, I wouldn't say anything to anybody either. It's just, it's just too crazy. You know why aggravate the living crap out of yourself over these idiots? I mean, I'm just glad they finally got rid of them because they're never going to get back in now, as far as I can see. They certainly don't deserve yeah. to be in there. Right. 
Well, not my fault. I just oh wait a second. There's one more thing I need to say. Very important. I try. I went to Jace Hall's office to try to straighten him out. This is like in two, somewhere around I can't remember somewhere around 2018 or so. He's filming me with a camera. I tried to help Twin Galaxies. I tried to straighten them out. I went in there to play, and I started playing Missile Command on his machine. He's got a really nice Missile Command machine there, and I played a game on it. It was a warm-up game I hadn't played for a really long time, and I was supposed to come back and play some more, but he wouldn't let me back in the office. I tried to straighten him out. I tried to help Twin Galaxies. I'm not the bad guy here. I, 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 was, I, you know, I don't want to see Twin Galaxies booted out of the Guinness Book of World Records. I was trying to make them, working with Jace Hall, I stuck my neck out to do the right thing, help them, play. I went up there to play Missile Command, the show. He could have let me back in there. I could have came back a few times because I was on disability leave from my job. I could have came back and played some Missile Command if they were that curious to watch me play. But they refused to let me play. But let me continue on. I tried to help him. I explained to him what he was doing wrong. I explained to him the changes he needed to make. And he wouldn't do it. He didn't do it. I tried everything. I was... I didn't want to see Twin Galaxies get booted out of the Guinness Book of World Records, but he refused to do anything. He refused to let me play. He refused to make the changes uh, to Missile Command and, uh, and other mistakes that he was making. I was trying to counsel him. I was trying to help him, and he didn't do it. So I filed a complaint with the Guinness Book of World Records. They never got back to me, but I had something to, I'm sure it had something to do with them getting booted. Don't blame me. I'm not the bad guy here. I want all the gamers out there that are saddened because... Twin Galaxies is not in the Guinness Book of World Records. That was never my intention. That's the reason why I went up to Jace Hall's office in the first place, to straighten him out and do the right thing. They don't do the right thing. They do whatever Bill, what that sick bastard Billy tells them to do, and that, that, that crazy bastard Robert Merzak. You want to, your, villains, your villains are Billy Mitchell and Robert Merzak, not me. We've been, saying, we've been saying forever that there needs to be another gatekeeper for, for high scores in Twin Galaxies because, right. because every right. time we deal with Twin Galaxies, it's like it's, it's the biggest headache that we can possibly, you, you know, it's, 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 there's always something shady or something weird going on with Twin Galaxies and it's gotten to the point where it's like, like, like they should not be the gatekeepers for high scores anymore. It's like we need a third party. That is not them, and uh, well, you're going to have to you're going to have to do it on your own. You can you can get into the Guinness Book of World Records. It's a re, it's a real pain in the ass. Let me tell you something about Jeff Blair. When I went to his house, he's a really good player. He he was I there was no I when I was at his house. Like I said, I I would do anything to get him to get I I he first of yes. all yeah that that was you know yeah, you know yeah. he 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 let, prefaced. Let me say this. Let, well, wait a second. Wait. Let me finish. Let me let me get this out here. He, ha he didn't even have a missile command board. He had what's called a Brazington missile command board. It's like a knockoff board that has super missile attack and missile command on the same board. So when I got there, anything I would have de done there wouldn't have counted anyway because it wasn't an original missile command board. Another reason w why I wasn't probably prepared. I mean, I went in, I, prepared, I went to Vintage Arcade. I can go down there. I played missile command for, for a couple of weeks before I went to Jeff's Blair, but I wasn't on top of my game. No big deal. I mean, if I wanted to, get, if I wanted to prepare for this supposed matchup between him and me, I could have easily had the machine sent back to my house, but I didn't because there was no need to. I wanted him to get the missile command record, and when I was there, he he's a real he's a really good player. He's almost as good as I am. He 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 got a score over a million points 
that if he would have, but he didn't quite make it to the hundredth round. That's the problem. But if he would have made it, he only missed it by about. Let me finish. Yeah. He only missed it by like about six, six or eight boards. He was like at board ninety-three or board ninety-four, something like that. If he would have, if he would have hauled that one in, he would have had like a one million one sixty at a hundred rounds. He was definitely on pace. There's no doubt in my mind he has the ability to beat the to beat the one million one forty-seven if he pulled all, out all the stops and did whatever he could and played as hard as he could. He would almost. I, there's like an 85% chance he'd be able to get that score because I've had scores. I I was almost I I also had a game not not over there. Summertime in the past, I had it back in October. I was on pace for one million one ninety, but I crapped out. I didn't get to the hundredth round either. But I know that that Jeff Blair could beat the one million one forty seven. But I also have a one million one seventy five. I have a one million. 175, 105 at 100 rounds, okay, that has the exact, the exact same credibility as the 1.8 million that's on the Twin Galaxies scoreboard right now. Now, if Richie Knuckles, I don't know what lies and deception that Robert Merzak and Billy might have Richie Knuckles say. I'm just guessing. But he, he, he I have, a, if, he, if he wasn't satisfied with that score, I could have submitted the 1,175,105, and he could have used that one instead. But he approved that one because he did a really good job and had other people examine it closely. So I don't know what, what lies and deception. They're going to try to say that I had something stuck behind the missile command board, blah, blah, blah. It's complete nonsense, and we'll just have to wait to see what lies and deception they come out with to, to, uh, in the future. But I just want you to know that Jeff Blair, I, he definitely has the capability to beat the 1,147. Now, the 1,175, that's a different story. Now, if he wants to beat the 1,147, he's got to go and do it live. If he wants to play it from his house, then he's got to beat the 1,175. And I don't think he's, he might not be able to do that. Yeah, well, and so until, when, when we so, spoke to Jeff, when I talked to Jeff Blair, and and I don't, you know, when, when we talk to these people, we don't usually record the conversations because that's not that's not cool. Um, he did he did make the comment. The, I think the first comment he he made was that it was that um, um, he, he he is the number one missile command player in the world. But but he had the exact same thing to say about you. Is that is that. If there's anyone that can keep up with him, it's you, and you are totally capable of, well, I, of getting those scores as well. I just want to say one well. thing: Jeff Blair is a great guy. You know, uh, um, you know, I, I really hate. I mean, I just wanted. There was never an official matchup between him and me, but then again, they never said there wasn't one. But you know, uh, you know, I have real, real, probably real question that he ever has a score. On, he says he has a score on tape, and. And that might not be true, you know. That might not be true. So you know, you got to you, you just you know, it's just like President Obama says: we live in a country where the truth doesn't matter anymore. I mean, you you got. I'm 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 as guilty as O.J. Simpson is innocent. You people wonder why is why is Roy Schultz so worried? What what is what's up? He he must be guilty. Hey, I'm as guilty as O.J. Simpson is innocent. Should I be worried? You're damn right, I'm worried. The President of the United States gets on the television and says the truth doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I think right. everybody right. should be worried. You right. can you got to come down on people like that. Adolf Hitler, Donald Trump, Harvey Weinstein, Billy Mitchell. Whenever you let a scumbag get away with the BS that they do, the price you pay is always greater in the future. You look the other way and say, "Well, we'll just let this go." Not going to happen on my watch. 
I did, now I've said what I had to say. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for sitting with us. Yeah, I, I mean, it's 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 been an interesting it's an interesting trip, and and one of the reasons that we 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 really did want to do a two parter with this is is that that the further in we dig to it, the more there is there there are there there are these little bits of weirdness that 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 lend credence to what you're saying, and it's like you know like 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 like. You know, you're talking about these people that are 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 operating, you know, um, you know, against you and 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 kind of trying to to screw things over. And it's like they're not doing a very good job of covering their tracks. When you yeah, start, well, you when know, you start the, the, to get into it, well, you know? it's like taking down Victor Ali's missile command score. I mean, how ridiculous is that? I'm sure that Guinness Book of World Records isn't going along with that, but that's just a guess. I mean, I have no communication with the Guinness Book of World Records. I don't speak for the Guinness Book of World Records, so I don't want anyone to get misconstrued about my, my association with the Guinness Book of World Records. As a matter of fact, the Guinness Book of World Records charged me $750 to, to, to publish my score because that's part of what the, administ the, the administration fees that you have to pay. And, hey... I'm I'm glad to pay. It's money well spent. I mean, nobody works for free. I'm going to yeah, try right. to make it look like I tried to pay off Gene Lou and the lie about bringing in my missile command score. I pay him for everything. Even right. when he went to Laser Blazer, he charged me $26 for parking and gas. He didn't even have any parking, and the gas might have been $5. Gene Lou in charges for everything. That's just, and I'm Here's not complaining the, about yeah. it. But don't, but don't tape record me without my knowledge and make it look right. into something that it's not. Right, right. Here, here's the thing I, I was mentioning to you that we mentioned before, the, um, the Twin Galaxies uh, forum. And this was, from, this was posted in February of 2019, so it's fairly recent. Um, and it is, um, it's, it's some Twin Galaxies oddities around the second book of, uh, the second Twin Galaxies book of records. And uh, this this person, the guy that's writing it, is Ursatz Katz. I don't know who this. I don't know who he is. Um, but he says, you know, is it a he or a she? I think it's a he. But it says Roy right. Schilt, aka Mr. Awesome, is best known for his Missile Command score from 1985. This is in the first edition of the Twin Galaxies Books of Records from 1998, the Blue Book. The score has been the subject of much argument between Schilt, Mertzak, and Walter Day, which is a story for another time. But Roy also has scores for four other games in the first Twin Galaxies book. Uh, 8,899,200 on Cheyenne, 87,000 on Karate Champ, 47,044 on Mad Crasher, and 703,410 on Return of the Jedi. Each of these were achieved on, at Coronation Day, a Twin Galaxies-sponsored tournament at an arcade in Los Angeles in January of 85. Right. So... In the first Twin Galaxies book, there there's the scores with your name on them. Right. Okay. Um, here's where things get interesting. These four scores are still in the second edition of the Twin Galaxies Book of Records in 2007, but only one right. is still attributed to Roy. The other three, same score, same date, same location, are now attributed to a Burton Millward. The same is true <laughs> for a newer Missile Command score achieved in 2006. Schilt's name was restored for those four scores in the third edition of the book in 2009, and his contested 85 Missile Command score was restored as well. However, in each of the cases where his name or score was restored, his name is misspelled, just as, as it is misspelled on today's Twin Galaxies leaderboard. 
So there's a Roy M. Schilt, um, and it's, you know, there's one that's S-H-I-L-D-T, S-H-I-S-C-H-I-L-D-T, um, there's, there's, you know, like, like if you can, if you can figure out a way to misspell your name, they'll do it. Um, <laughs> so who exactly, uh, well, who exactly is Burton Millward? Given the circumstances, I was kind of, I don't of even ex- know who that is. I've well, that's. That. The guy says, given the circumstances, I was kind of expecting it to be a fake name, but he is, in fact, a real person. He is, was, an attorney and historian, and, stop me if this, if this sounds familiar, a practitioner of transcendental, transcendental meditation at the Maharishi Dome in Fairfield, Iowa. Yeah, that's where Walter Day goes to yes. practice. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when I asked Mertzak well, about this, he was completely unaware. The 2007 book was released after he resigned, and aside from his years of score ad, ad, adjudication, he had no direct hand in its productions. So they, um, so this guy came up with the conclusion that Millward was offering legal assistance to Walter Day regarding Schilt's various legal threats pertaining to his contested missile command score. Thus, the name replacement would have been a jab at Roy, perhaps only one he would have noticed when he went to look up his scores. But I don't know anything about that. Yeah, but a lot of people also said that that um um uh uh um what's his name? Uh uh oh good lord, I already forgot his name. Uh, uh, Walter Day. Walter Day yeah. doesn't have that <laughs> Walter Day isn't quite that vindictive about about, you know, going after people like well, that. Well Billy Mitchell presses him, you know, Billy Mitchell presses Walter Day to, to, to have a negative uh attitude towards me you yeah know, it's that's the way it is i mean yeah billy well, is the guy who controls he controls the purse strings he he's the when 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 twin galaxies went corporate billy mitchell put up most of the money yeah well one one so, commenter says that one of walter's greatest or worst attributes rather uh, a blessing and a curse is that he does all he can to avoid confrontation and he doesn't seem like the type to purposely sneak an f you to anybody even on even on right. cases he was provoked, but yeah, it's it's a very like like you know, we talked to you in in our first interview with you, and you know we said okay, well, that's that that's that's interesting, you know it's it, and and then we started going into you know doing some background research, some more background research, and we start finding stuff like this, and it's like, and it's like there is there is some, there is really some stuff that goes into. There's some really weird stuff, and then actually Robert Mertzak replied. He added a comment in this in this thread that said, "I recall personally deleting all of Roy's scores from the Twin Galaxies database immediately prior to my departure, on the grounds that he had been lying about his two missile command scores for years." And after discussing with the then Board of Referees and based on a statute available from Walter's own first book, uh, unfortunately Walter disagreed with that decision. I refused to reinstate them, and that was one of the three reasons I quit. No he idea. He quit. He was forced to resign for lying the Guinness World Record. Yeah. No idea how this Millward got himself. in. trying to cover himself. Yeah, he says, no idea how this Millward got into that second book. I was gone from Twin Galaxies at that point. So exactly how Roy scores. Yeah, well, he says he took down my marathon score because I couldn't remember anything. Yeah, he, he also said. says he has no well, there's idea. there's nothing how... to remember. There's nothing to remember. You put a quarter in the machine. If the, qu- if the machine stops... 
malfunctions and, and, go, and goes and start and, and you have to put another quarter and you just there's a certain amount of time that you're allowed depending on how much break time you have saved up and all of this and you put another quarter and you just continue on it's called it's called stitch scores they had a whole thing about it when they took down victor ali's score victor ali did the same thing it's called stitch scores and it was allowed that it is they took it down because he said we played just because he said we played. That's it. That was the major thing that they took it down for. I'm pretty sure they're planning to reinstate it after they take my after they after I die. They're gonna take down my scores and then put back Todd Rogers' drags. They're gonna put back Victor Ali's score and then they're gonna put back all of, all of Billy's Donkey Kong scores. This is waiting for me to die, take my scores down, and then put the other scores back. It's just part of the never-ending fraud and deception that that Robert Murzak deals in. He's trying mm-hmm. to get. He thinks it's my fault that he got thrown out of. He 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 had to resign and that. Guinness forced him to resign. He blames me. Yeah, it's not yeah. my fault. Blame yourself. Yeah, I didn't have nothing to do with it. Because he says, yeah, Mertzak says, I have no idea how uh, how score, how Roy's scores were entered into the, the database as that was no longer privy or accessible to such info. Same for the continuation of proofreading effort on the second book. Um, he he's also doesn't understand why he has scores in the book for Strikers 1945 Part 3 when he never played the game before and Funspot never even had the game in its library. So, I mean, there is some some really weird stuff happening at Twin Galaxies. And we've been saying for oh, a couple of years now that Twin Galaxies needs to needs to go away. They need to be not the the people that that decide, you know, that that they 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 should not be the people that 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 um keep um tabs on these scores because yeah, because there's Twin so Galaxies, many the, the the reoccurring cancer you know yeah you thought you got rid of it and then it, all of a sudden you oh my god I, the cancer is coming back yeah right right <laughs> yeah exactly yeah right yeah you, the, the radiation didn't take care of it but yeah, yeah i mean that's two cells left that you didn't kill so now all of a sudden they started multiplying again mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right right yeah yeah and it's it's you know because there's so many personalities involved and they're big they are big personalities. You know, Billy Mitchell is a big personality. You are a yeah. big personality. Um, Walter Day is a big personality. You know, despite the fact that he's, that when we talked to him, <laughs> when we talked to him, he was like boxing up books because he couldn't pay his rent. Um, do you remember that, Yerk? Yes, yes, he was so happy when I said, I'm, I will order one. Yeah, we'll he, we'll he buy a book it. from you, because he, he's... Yeah. 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 I bought I bought the book for $70 during the podcast, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was I mean, the first. That yeah. was the first, yeah. But, I mean, there's all these big, these big personalities involved in it, and, yeah, when you get big personalities involved, there's going to be... There's going to be clashes, and there's going to be heat. Yes, yes. So it's right. it's we need we need like like neutral. Yeah, we need a neutral a neutral uh, a neutral group of people that have no idea how video games work. That that can just look at the number and be like, okay. That sounds legit. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Right. Right, right. Mm. Well, oh, wow. I mean, this is how how we pass an hour. Oh my God. 
Right. Uh, no, All right. Well, thanks a lot. Then I guess I'll be. I'll. I'll talk to you in a, in a week or so. Yes. Yeah. Talk to you then. All right, great. Well, have have a great day then. Yes. You too. You too. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Yep. You too. Now that the podcast is finished, I want to cover two details that we just that we just spoke about. And then I'm going to, the first one is when I paid Richie Knuckles, I paid him for two certificates. I did I paid him for the 1.8 million missile command score that's on the it's on the Twin Galaxies website, and I also paid him for the score points at 100 rounds. I paid him as a Twin Galaxies referee. It wasn't a personal payment. I did pay him personally because he is was an owner of Twin Galaxies. But I just paid him just like anybody else just to have get my certificates and get my scores verified just like I paid Guinness World Records. And then point number two, I mean, I should only have to replay my scores if it's, if it's necessary. I mean, if they can prove that I cheated. But, you know, I'd, I'd be more than happy to, to, as a courtesy, roll the machine for Guinness World Records and get at least a million points at 100 rounds. So, And I've also offered to take a lie detector test, but they, they, have, they said that, you know they they haven't required anything, so I guess I'm I guess we're finished with it.